think she's in heaven. By the way, uh, Valerie Harper, lovely woman. She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. She played Rhoda. For those of you who are younger, Robin. Like me, yes. Like you. <laughs> I will tell you that Rhoda, well, Valerie Harper, who was 80. And uh, for those of you who are too young, it was on in the 70s. It was a show called Mary Tyler Moore Show. And then she had her own spinoff, Rhoda. And she played this uh, self-deprecating Jewish woman. She was not Jewish, by the way, in real life. Many people are shocked by that. I think she was like Italian or something. A lot of Italians play Jews. There's a similarity there somehow. And uh, Rhoda was a rare, you know, not everybody gets a spinoff. She got a spinoff from the Mary Tyler Moore Show, very successful. And Rhoda moves back to New York City to be with a guy named Joe. They get married in an episode. It was watched by, listen to this. 52 million people watched Rhoda get married. That's how big a star she was. You can't get those numbers. No. No matter what. No. I, not even a Super Bowl. What? What? <laughs> it's my... Uh, Your, what is that? <laughs> Metamucil. <laughs> Your crackers. You uh, should take a view of those. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was estimated that half of the United States viewing audience at the time was watching Rhoda get married to Joe. The most watched episode of TV ever. Bigger than the birth of little Ricky on I Love Lucy. Oh, no. I think I Love Lucy was the only thing to be bigger when, when little Ricky was born. By the way, Rhoda and Joe eventually split up. I know. And that fucking tanked the ratings. Killed it. That was the end. That was the end. Then Val Valerie Harper later on got a show called Valerie in the 80s. Jason Bateman played her son, one of her kids. She It's a huge hit. She leaves after the second se season of her salary dispute, and they replace her with another actress, and the show was just as successful. She never should have left. I think it was Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan, her? you're exactly right. Yeah. Hogan family. Hogan. Yeah. So then Valerie Harper later on had a long fight with cancer. Diagnosed first with lung cancer in 2009. She beat it. It was done. 2013, she developed brain cancer. That's when she came to see us. She came to see us in 2014. Her brain cancer was called, now listen to this, leptomeningelia carcinomatosis. Jeez. That's like that thing in Lion King, the Kuminatata song. <laughs> but anyway, cancer cells invade the the, the membrane surrounding the brain, which is just bullshit. I mean, how dare it? Cancer, this vile cancer to attack one's brain. But anyway, she came in in 2014. I thought she, um, she, she had a great sense of humor. I even asked her if she was having sex, you know, because here she had diagnosed, and does her husband want to have sex with her now that she was dying? And here's what she told me. Are you able to have sex with your husband after this diagnostic? Because oh, uh, every time you make love, isn't it like sad and like, oh my God, my darling? I, 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 I seriously. No, I'm saying this is great. Do you guys I'm ever turn right to each now. other in the middle of lovemaking? Go, oh, I might not be here or something like that. Does it ever get maudlin? No, it doesn't. N not lately. I mean, it's been so long. T Tony's going and looking at his watch. No, I mean, you're right. He's like, I can't believe I'm still banging you. Right. In fact, it would be great if her husband was dating Sandy Duncan now. <laughs> As the replacement for <laughs> yes. his wife? Yeah, if he would marry Sandy Duncan. I think she's dead, too, but I don't know. I don't know. You can't keep track.
Everyone's dropping like flies. Anyway, I was really sad to hear she died. But in order to prove there is an afterlife, you see, here's what happened. Here's what happened on the show. When we get off the air, I want you to give me a secret word that if you do leave this planet, you I will go to psychics and I will look for the secret word that you gave me so you can get in touch with me. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? And if they don't know the secret well, word, he must really you. care about you, Valerie. Uh, he never even said uh, this to me. Uh, oh, you. <laughs> I heard enough from you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of a good, appropriate. All right, listen. Secret word. Robin, I'm not going to contact you when you're done. We've had so much conversation during life. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's that's enough. It. It's enough. Really, <laughs> even you have to be a little tired of it. But I have the word, and I am saying to any charlatan—I mean, psychic out there—you want to prove your stuff? That little, um, that little blonde-haired Macaulay Culkin-looking dude on E. You want to prove your stuff, dude? You come in here and and, and sit Two. with me, and let's contact Valerie Harper. Well, Houdini's wife would go seek these people out. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not God. Listen, I'm not seeking anyone out. <laughs> you want to prove yourself? Any psychic? Where's who, that Long Island psychic? Yeah, where is she? Sal's buddy, that idiot Sal, with his buddy. Where is she? Where is this blonde haired kid? What's his name? I don't know. But Sandy Duncan's still alive. It right. Like. Oh, she's alive? Yeah, she could replace Rhoda. I would love if uh, Sandy Duncan got together with uh, Rhoda's uh, husband, <laughs> widow, widower. But anyway, she was really nice, and I look forward to a conversation with Valerie Harper. So, oh, Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium. Yeah, Hollywood medium. Here you go, dude. Now's your chance to prove. Because he said to me, I want to come on and prove myself. Now it's time. Ah. Valerie Harper is gone, and I've got the word. He said that, huh? All you got to do is come in here, dude. Sit down. I want to speak to Valerie Harper. I want to speak to my grandpa. I don't want to speak to... Believe me, I had trouble speaking to him when he was alive. Barely <laughs> spoke uh, English. You know, where are all these people now? Now you can't find them. Now they're all heading for the hills. You know why? Because they're all fakes. There. And don't tell me this story about the one time you were with someone and they, uh, they predicted... If somebody actually comes in... Go ahead. And can tell yes, you this word. They will be the greatest. And I will now believe in psychics. And I will, I should have to do something. Yes. I will kiss their feet. <laughs> How's that? Ugh. What kind of feet does Tyler Henry have? I don't know. Oh. oh. <laughs> Please get a pedicure before yeah. you come. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I don't want to kiss anyone's feet. I'm not doing it. I don't know if he's got genuine you, contact. You're, you're afraid well, that he's real? He's not, though. He can't do it. <laughs> so you could say I'll kiss his feet. Oh, the psychic Rodman Delancey is on the phone, ready to <laughs> guess the secret word. Go ahead. Yeah, and hello, this is Rodman Delancey, number one psychic. And I've been in touch with Valerie Harper all day, and I know the word. All right, come on in. Let's do it. Um, uh, abandon is the word. What is it? Abandon. <laughs> is that a word? Abandon. A-B-A-N-D-O-N. Oh, abandon. abandon. That is not yes. the word. Um, uh, ability. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you starting in the dictionary from A and you're going to go say every word? Absolutely not. Able is the word. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> That's my point. 
Wow. Wow. Well, there you go. So the uh, gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. yeah. Gary, you know that that kid's called you, right? Tyler Henry? Yes, he has. Yeah. Well, tell him the door is open for his first visit. Okay. Howard Stern's ready to talk to Tyler Henry. Uh, And you can tell him. We're going to be talking to Valerie Harper. Well, he's got a one in a billion chance of getting the word right. I think there's like a billion words. In yeah, there. he could guess the right, right word. Good. Hey, if he could do that, that's pretty good, too. <laughs> well, there you go. Isn't that great that we have a bit now? I love it. Yeah. Valerie Harper, God bless her. We can do this for the rest of the time we're here. Yep. I I love her. And I'm going to be talking to her through psychic Tyler Henry, the Hollywood me Hollywood medium. When I see, why is he a Hollywood? Because he he uh, goes on E and he has um, he meets with celebrities and they're all idiots. But I mean, he's a medium. They he just happens to live in Hollywood. Well, I think for E, everything is Hollywood. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Got to tie it in. Yeah, you got to tie it in. <laughs> Personally, I I think Miss Cleo. Uh, should be the Hollywood medium. <laughs> but, you know, hey, now we have a definite thing we can do. What was that woman's name that you used to have on in Detroit? Uh, Char. Not Cher, Char. And she, whenever she <laughs> whenever she would leave the room a fe- or, or enter a room, a feather would m- miraculously appear. <laughs> And, you know, I was a disc jockey in Detroit, going nowhere fast. I had no ratings. I worked at the worst rock station. There were four rock stations. We were dead last. I mean, we were behind even AM stations, <laughs> you know. And wow. AM music stations. That is crazy. Up. It was the worst station. It was, I, you know, I was horrible. The whole thing was horrible. And eventually went country. But in an effort to get ratings, I figured, all right, let me stoop to this low level. <laughs> And and she she was really good, but like she would tell people there, you know, she'd get on the phone and she had a pretty good act. But I'm sitting there going, "Oh, brother!" Now I'm relying on Shar the psychic. <laughs> and and then she go, "Did you see? Did you?" And she'd go, "Um, you know, usually when I walk in, there's a feather, but I, I oh my god, look right over there." And I'm like, mm, "I'm busy working this equipment. You could have <laughs> dropped that feather any time." Like that was the best thing she did. She was able to have the drop the feather. Yeah, without anyone seeing. But hey, she's welcome to come in too. Char, the psychic. That's my challenge. Now, if he fails, he has to remove the name Hollywood and medium from the <laughs> E show. He has to denounce. He has to denounce or renounce. Oh, right. He has to renounce <laughs> and denounce his Hollywood name and remove the word psychic. There's nothing psychic about that kid. You know? But if he does it, I'll promote his ass. How's that? Well, you'll have a psychic. Right. Wouldn't you ask him other things? Oh, my if he God. Can... If he's got the word, we're in business. We're going to talk to all the celebrities. Wow. Oh, you know what else I did over vacation? I saved a bird. 
My go on my wife's Instagram. Uh, you yourself? No, she saved the bird. Oh, okay. I had to run and get her. She's an accredited savior of animals. Like she took courses and stuff. Uh-huh. What you have to watch this, Robin. You have to go on Beth's Instagram and see her rescuing this bird. Okay. Because birds are hard to rescue. Well, my God. And this one is a gannet, has a huge bill, can really hurt you. And uh, she had one shot at it because it was floating back into the water. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. You got to hear this. She, she, wherever my wife goes is some hurt bird. Of I course, know. She has hurt birds around her. What kind of psychic? Is we're she? on a beach where there's no like parking area anywhere close. So I have to run and get her rescue box. And it's like, oh, my God. And then she's getting on the phone. Hurry, hurry. The tide is coming in. The bird couldn't walk at all. The bird could not walk. Hurry, hurry. The tide's coming in. And the bird is so scared it's going to go float out to sea. She's not going to be able to save it. I almost had a heart attack trying to get her box in time. <laughs> you almost died trying to get this Oh, bird. my God. And I'm like running. And, and an hour it took me to get this box. And it just it was like out of a movie. You know how the hero comes in just in the nick of time? <laughs> The bird is, the water is lapping on the bird. The bird is going to go out to sea now. It can't, it can't survive on its own. And is Beth in the water? Beth's standing on the beach with it, trying, she's telling it to go back. And the bird's not listening. And she had this connection with the bird, according to her. She was like staring at the bird. The bird was staring at her, like, save me. You know, whole thing. And this gannet's a very big bird. I go and I get it, and she is like a superhero. I, I got to tell you, it turns me on. She fucking grabs her box. Excuse me. Let's rephrase that. <laughs> she grabs her rescue box, you perverts. <laughs> and then I, and then she puts on the gloves, but her gloves were too small. I don't. I said, honey, in your rescue box, you have gloves that are too small. And then she takes this towel, and she drapes it quickly over the bird and scoops him up and throws him in her big rescue box. The box is that big? Yeah, yeah, it's big. It was heavy. It's a big How'd box with air holes. Box? Oh, you, you, I wish I had video of that. <laughs> Nobody ever captures these rescues. And uh, Jimmy was with me, Jimmy Kimmel, and that was a whole other story. He, he couldn't video? Jimmy didn't even want to walk on the beach. And I said, Jimmy, let's just go for five minutes and then we'll turn around. So, you know, of course, we ended up on the beach for an hour walking and running <laughs> to try to get this box because he had to come with me. <laughs> you know. And then Beth uh, did the rescue thing. And, and the rescue, Jimmy taped it. It's really good. He did take he, he, good. He, yeah, that's why I. That's why I'm telling you to go on her uh, Instagram. Yeah, but he didn't tape you running. No, 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 no. <laughs> that you, that you would have loved. That <laughs> I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. I swear <laughs> to God. Thank God I'm doing the Peloton. I don't think I could have done it. And then my big toe hurt because I was wearing sneakers on the beach, and my toe hurt from gripping. It was like Baywatch for birds. My That's rescue. what I was thinking, that yeah. you were like. Uh, and I, I'm yelling at people on the beach. I'm a going, lifeguard. Where is the Where is a parking lot around here? <laughs> people are like, who are you? You can't just yell at us. But I was just frustrated. I really wanted to save the bird. And then here's the kicker to the story. We got the bird to the Wildlife Rescue Center. Uh-huh. 
And we called Ginny, who runs it, and I said, what was with this bird? What's wrong with him? What do you have, wire or something wrapped around his legs? She goes, no, our oceans are so full of pesticides that we believe this bird has been um, poisoned, in, in essence, and has lost the ability to walk. Whoa. So they're, they, they're actually tube-feeding them, and they're, they're trying to uh, give them fresh water. Our oceans are so fucking polluted. Forget about all the plastic. Like you see all these whales washing up with bellies full of plastic. What are we doing? And how can we not be part of those accords, you know, that Obama was doing with the rest of the world? We're the only country not participating. Even Iran's not participating. I mean, don't, what's wrong with this country? Uh, oh, you want me to tell you? No, <laughs> don't tell me. It's rhetorical. But anyway, it was pretty cool watching Beth rescue the bird. And Beth was definitely David Hasselhoffing it while I was Pam Anderson. <laughs> you were you were the pretty girl. I was the pretty girl, like, going, God, do it. And then I was like, oh, my hero. You'll see. I'm just standing on the sideline. I kind of, uh, I had her cut me out of the video because I look kind of effeminate standing there watching her. <laughs> But I just want to make it clear, I did run and get the rescue box. You had a part in it. I did. I was really into it. Uh, poor bird. So cute, too. But can you imagine our, our oceans are so filthy that the bird can't survive living in the ocean? I don't see how you could not realize that. Every time we have a parade in New York City... They have to clean. People create so much garbage. Don't you think? Wherever they are. You know, with the, like the Amazon burning up and everything, and mm -hmm. the, the Amazon is the lungs of the uh, world. Don't you? Th and I don't know where this thing is. I, I know I gave a lot of money, or uh, actually, I didn't give. Well, any he money. was I, supposed to I, be saving the rain. I actually just went. To, yeah, I just went to the country. I knew not to give money because I gave money. <laughs> well, where is he? <laughs> he all of a sudden has gone silent. Yeah. Now we need Sting. <laughs> but he was right. He was screaming all those years, Sting. We got to save the Amazon. And we do. But I don't know what's going to be. But don't you think what really eventually is going to happen? And I hate to say this because I have children and I want the world to be clean for my kids. But here's the thing. I think what's going to happen is we're the virus. And that the Earth is going to figure out how to get rid of us. Like the Earth will still be here, and the planet will be here, and everything will. We'll just we're the we're the virus. Well, that's the speech in the Matrix. Yeah, it's the Matrix. We are the Earth's cancer, and what the Earth is going to do is spit us out. And anybody who thinks that the Earth is going to disappear is crazy. Yeah, it'll just get rid of us. We're like. Like if you if the Earth was your colon, where those pockets just we're waiting to burst? We're diver. We're no, we're diverticulosis right now, and then we're going to oh, become diver. We're going to be. You don't right. think the Earth is sick right now? It is. It's very sick. <laughs> and then, so Trump's trying to overturn a ban on logging in Alaska's uh, rainforest. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's up. To. He he's he's kind of like I don't believe any of it. Well, that's why I said you want me to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's got to he's got to pull his shit together matter with him he's got kids he's got uh grandchildren well he knows he's not going to survive to see it right. well, well there are a lot of people like else. that i had a relative i used to say yeah you know because my father always was saying you know he says if there's one message i have 
people have to clean up the earth. You know, my dad, my dad's like that. Like he's thinking of future generations. He's thinking of his grandchildren. He's thinking of his great grandchildren. He's thinking of the generations that he got to enjoy the planet. And now future generations should get to enjoy it. That's kind of nice. But I had a friend, the relative was like, I, I go, aren't you going to recycle? And she went, I'm going to be dead. Who gives a fuck? Well, that's the same as, you know, people when they get older, they don't vote for school uh, education bills right, yeah. because they're not raising children anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I used to drive me nuts when my kids were young, like the school budget would never pass because it was like a bunch of old people whose kids had already gone through the school system. They're like, why should I pay for it? I mean, because you asshole, your, your, your value of your house would go up if you live in a good school system. Anyway. And I always wonder why people are having all these kids and then not thinking about the world they're bringing them into. Yeah, I'm right there with you. What is it, Amanda? Nevada. Hello. What's going on at your house? Yeah, what, are you have, tuning up for a concert? What's going on? Are you Simona Dinnerstein? Hello? All right. Hello? Hey, Goodbye. I, I mean, come on, honey. I was with Simona this weekend, and she said to me, Robin, people keep saying to me, why does Howard mention your name sometimes? (laughs) I love the Goldberg variations by Simona Dinnerstein. Because it drives me nuts that you're friends with (laughs) Simona Dinnerstein. Oh, my goodness. I should be your only friend. Yes, Veronica in Kentucky. Yes, Howard. Here we go again with the phone connection. Howard? Hi. Hey. I'm just calling. Uh, my mom had lung cancer. And she had a year left to live, and we made a pact that when she died, she would do something to me to let me know there was life after death. And that's been four years ago, and she hasn't done it. Yeah. So I think. What was it you wanted her to do to you? Uh, well, just turn the lights on in the house or the TV because my husband hates when the light or the TV is on and you're not in the room. Well, look, and- that's asking your mom. Let's say there is life after death. She might not have a way to uh, turn the lights on and off in your house. Now, these psychics are claiming they have a way to contact dead people and have a conversation with them. And that's my problem. There is no afterlife. There is no, I can tell you with, 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 with most, with most of my intellectual powers, I'm telling you there's no afterlife. And these psychics certainly have no ability to talk to the dead. So when Valerie Harper gave me this word, it's only to prove a point. We're going to get this Hollywood medium in here who's got a whole racket going. And, hey, I'll eat my words. If he can do the thing with Valerie Harper, I'm going to say, dude, there is life after death, and you are Superman. I'm going to make a uniform. i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to make him a uniform, a Superman uniform, (laughs) if he can do that. But he won't be able to do it. And by the way, Veronica, no offense, you sound like you're on your way out. You should give me a secret word. That's terrible. Oh, listen to that. What do you got, a smoker cough? No, I'm sick. Yeah, you're sick. You sound like you're dying, are you? No. Listen to this. Oh, my God. I mean, my God. You better give us that word quick. Yeah, hurry up. Oh, my God, Albert, stop. You don't smoke, huh? I'm sitting here smoking a cigarette now. Oh. oh. There you go. Yeah, she's you know, on her that's way. That's it. <laughs> smoking well, a cigarette. Well, I got a sinus. Something going on. Sinuses and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, how, how can we get Shuli in, the, uh, in there? Who? More often. Shuli. Oh. 
I mean, you can get him in here. You know, he comes in a lot. Like the Artie chair. We need him in Oh, oh well. Nah, I think I'm done with the Artie chair. <laughs> yeah, that chair turns people bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Artie ain't having an easy time of it. And from what I can tell, Jackie's not having a picnic. <laughs> you don't want to sit we in that wanna... chair. All right. All right. Thank you. I love you, Howard. Love you. Oh, look at that. My book's on a book stand. Yeah, I saw that. You have uh Howard Stern Comes Again. Books. I can't believe hey, in, you know, I, um, on the table. I meant to call you over vacation to what? discuss this idea of going to L.A. I'll, I'll call you this week. Okay. But, well, we talked about it for a second on the yeah, air before but, we left. Yeah, but I, I mean, we really didn't have a real conversation. No. It was a bullshit conversation on the air. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I got to go promote the book. And I didn't realize how close it is. Like, we're talking about going in. When are we talking about going to L.A.? I don't uh, want to go. Uh, early October. Uh, I mean, I, we're, I'm going, right? I mean, we kind of cemented it. Well, we think we... we Let's we have a meeting we'll, today and see if that's, that's possible. That's what we're doing. Good. Because, I mean... Wow, I, you have a date and we haven't talked. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Said you have a date. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I go, maybe I should call Robin. Oh but, I mean, goodness. if you're not up for it, then I can always go and... Do it remotely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'll talk to you about it off the air. This is not, it's not appropriate to have this conversation on you. Uh, yeah, I, and I even had written down in my notes, call Robin about L.A. And then when I was speaking to you, I completely forgot. Oh. I didn't want to talk about business. Oh, this is great. So remember we were talking on the air if we go out to L.A. because weed is legal in California. Uh-huh. That will have... um. JD smoke weed for the first time. Right. And JD was like, I'll smoke it, but I want a doctor there. And I go, okay. And then we said we should get a celebrity who's really into weed. To tell JD what to do. Yeah. So I was talking to Jimmy. Jimmy goes, oh, I'll, I'll show him how to smoke weed. <laughs> and then I said, yeah. But then uh, we also said Mike Tyson would be the guy because Mike Tyson has a business now, like a weed business, like where supposedly he's making a shitload of money. Well, if he can... Smoke forty thousand dollars a month of his own weed, yeah, and still make money. He must be making a lot. Yeah, and I don't think he, he's the, he's not a guy who jokes around. I mean, I think he's telling the truth. So anyway, this is unsolicited. Mike Tyson called up and left us a voicemail while we were on vacation, saying he will definitely smoke weed with uh, JD and show him the ropes. Uh, do you think Mike Tyson knows? Yeah, he's anything? A, oh yeah, you know Howard, my yeah. Um, you know, I was having knee trouble, so I said something on the air one day, and everybody in the world sent me CBD spray or or you know rubs oil or whatever. And I'm telling you, I must have gotten fifty of them. Mike Tyson's is the only one that works. Oh wow! <clears throat> yeah, listen to this uh, voicemail we got because I think we got to do this. Hey JD, this is Mike Tyson. I just heard the conversation that Howard was having. I heard you never smoked before. So when your guys come out to L.A., come to the ranch, and I like to smoke with you on the air. And by the way, Robin, the facts are wrong. We make a lot more than $500,000 a month, okay? I love you, too. <laughs> what am I, the bookkeeper? Yeah, I didn't even know. I guess you had the facts wrong. Well, it said in the in the story I was reading that they make $500,000 wow. a month. And they smoke 40000 of it. I got some friends who are making a killing in this whole weed uh, thing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't personally, I don't want to get involved with selling weed because 
I, I don't. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't like make even a celebrity alcohol. I, you know, I, anything you can get addicted to, I don't want to be involved. I with. was just thinking about that over the weekend, for some reason or other. I know because you always have these reservations about what well, when product. It com- you when it would comes make. to substance, I don't. You know, so many people have trouble with alcohol that I just don't want to be in the business of selling it. I'm not. I'm not saying I have a problem with it. You know, whatever. But. Um, and I don't want to sell people weed. Well, what about people who love a certain type of wine yeah. and they want to make that wine? Yeah, they're called alcoholics. And I don't <laughs> want to sell it to alcoholics. What's called alcoholics? The people making it? People drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be involved with substance. Okay? That's just me. I don't want to make a living that way. But I don't put down anybody who sells it. I don't. It's fine. I just don't want to. But everybody comes in here and they say their strain is the best. Yeah. I know. You don't do weed, do you? No. At all. Do you ever do edibles? No. What am I eating? Something I don't know. Something to make me high for. I don't know. Maybe with the with your cancer treatments. What? Maybe you take some edibles. People no. do that. I don't know. I'm asking. No, the answer is no. I'm going to ask it again and see if I get the same answer. <laughs> do you smoke weed? No. Do you do edibles? No. You do CBD oil? No. Do you smoke weed? No. <laughs> do you ever do edibles? No. Do you? When I first got uh, <laughs> wait, I'm not done with diagnosed. my question. Wait a minute, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. One of my friends said, "Oh, you know, in in Jersey, isn't medical marijuana legal? Do, can you get some?" And I was like, I don't need medical marijuana. She goes, oh, not for you. No, for her. <laughs> I like that you draw the line at ayahuasca. You're smart. I didn't take ayahuasca forever. I took it once, and it wasn't because of anything except people have used it spiritually for centuries. When you went to Amsterdam, did you smoke weed? Yes. Oh, you did? I did. Was that and the last time? I told time? you that two pops and I was crawling right. to my bed. Everybody wants like, me to oh smoke weed. Oh, my God, that's crazy stuff. People want me to. I, I go, you wouldn't like me on weed. Hey, Steve. Hey, Howard. Hey, Robin. Hey, Fred. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we hear you fine. Okay. Um, I want to say it's a great thing that Beth done with the bird and want to see if you had a picture of her box <laughs> you want to see beth's box <laughs> absolutely yeah uh, that's a double entendre for her vagina yeah. lest anyone think yeah. we're actually talking about her rescue box thank no. you steve steve uh putting a punctuator on that joke <laughs> yes it's a, a rather big box and uh, has holes in it, multiple holes. It's unwieldy, hard to carry, and heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but once you're in there, it's good. <laughs> uh, who's this? Let's see. Oh, I got the fucking line. Yeah, George, go ahead. Hi. Hey, Howard. Thanks for taking my call. I really, I really hate when you go on vacation, but I'll tell you what. This past vacation, your staff, between J.D. posts some pictures of his freaking voluptuous wife and uh fred out in uh, amazon watching the lions mate was pretty interesting did fred post pictures i did oh yeah 
You saw uh, lions mating, Fred? I did. All right, I tell you what. I tell you what I got to do. Because JD, I, I don't know about Fred, but JD's fucking out of control. Wait a minute. JD posted them these things himself? No, the wife. Because I told you, I thought he told us he didn't like that. Uh, he, he, he is so not in control of that relationship. Remember well, who's he was, supposed to control a relationship? Well, he remember he was like, I don't want any pictures of my... Well, we she, can't talk to her. That's the only hold, thing hold he on. controls. She didn't, post like, she didn't post like much publicly. Oh, dude. There are so many... Uh, uh, hold on. JD doesn't like his wife posting pictures. Right. When we come back from He doesn't Brady. like her being public, I don't think. I've seen her now in bathing suits with the titties and everything. I mean, I'm seeing everything. JD at the winery. Oh, they took their Napa vacation? Oh, my God. And JD's like, JD just doesn't want her posting. And it's a big bone of contention in his marriage. But it's clear that JD's losing that battle because she's just endlessly posting. I mean, dude, when did she have time to actually vacation? She's so busy posting. It's fine. It, it's it wasn't. She Don't barely, tell me it didn't upset you. Come she on. Bar- she barely posted anything like on uh, uh, like uh, publicly or whatever. She posts a lot on Facebook. I don't know, man. I got what I got, is that if it's not public? Over two hundred fifty. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't do that all on uh, public. Well, it's public. It's, no, it's I not. got it. No, it's not. Not Facebook. Yeah, but, but Facebook is JD. <laughs> Let He's me explain wet. something to you. Any of anything I, I on social, care. I don't care what what she posts on Facebook because that's not like for everyone. Well, it's for us. Well, yeah, well I enjoyed I, the bathing suit shots. All right, well, Ooh. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's not for whatever. <laughs> what I didn't doing? realize how big her titties were until uh, she, I saw the Facebook. She's a very lovely woman. Yeah, she, I didn't realize. She's a lovely creature. What are you talking? About? <laughs> That too. I'll guarantee you JD's Jeez. wife posts more than the Kardashians. <laughs> okay, all right, That's okay. a not I'm possible. telling you. Uh, no, whatever. The side titty shots were amazing on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you. On Facebook, Instagram. No, I know. JD went on a 10... Yeah, yeah, he's acting like... The, oh, please. It's not public. All I know is it's funny because JD hates social... You know, he doesn't want his personal life on social media. The only... And as you point out, Robin... He won't let her appear on here, but right. on social media, she's got a very big presence. What's a... Am I lying? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but okay. whatever. whatever. I, what I, wouldn't uh, you say? Nothing, nothing. What part of this am I go lying on. about? No, go on. You're married to a social media influencer. <laughs> she's not quite that, but okay. All right. So JD goes on a 10-day, what is a honeymoon, first anniversary kind of trip? And I could tell he was miserable. <laughs> oh, dude. His okay. wife is out there jet skiing while JD stays in the hotel. What? Yeah. I, that's fine with me. Uh, I, would, I would have been more miserable on the jet ski. Dude, your wife's out there in her hot little bathing suit running around on a jet ski. Yeah. And you're just sitting in the... What are you doing, man? Why bother? You're in the hotel room? I was chilling out on the deck. We had a deck that looked out into the water. I wouldn't let my wife run around like that oh, that's without, you, that's without you. me with her. That's you. 
That was an advertisement for somebody to pick her up. Exactly. Okay. Maybe she told J.D. to stay home. You don't know. Uh, J.D., you stay in the room. I'll be back in, a, in about a week. <laughs> if, if things were if, if things were like that, then, uh, then then it's not that much of a relationship in the first place. So J.D. told us he was going to limit the amount of social media posts his wife right. made during the trip. And that was a huge failure. During their trip... J.D.'s wife posted 242 pictures. We counted them and videos. That's on Facebook. Okay. That's the Facebook Facebook alone. That's nothing. It's Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. I was more worried about, uh, like, public, like Instagram and Twitter and stuff. She posted 17 times on Instagram during the trip. Okay. Still, 242 pictures means you're spending a lot of time posting. Oh, that's so and I don't understand her. that. I don't understand it, though. Do you ever say to her, why? Who is she posting to? She's yeah. posting to her friends and family. But, but who is it so important that they I, see I everything she does? I really don't want to be getting into this No, but I'm saying you wife. know you feel the same. Uh, forget your wife. Okay, I'm talking about you. Okay. I'm talking about, like, what? It, tell me why posting all those pictures is so great. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess she, when likes, you ask she her, likes sharing her life. Hmm. She's excited about it, and she's having fun. So here's what I can piece together. Okay. Because I thought she married J.D. to share her life with him. On the trip. (laughs) Thanks, Robin. (laughs) On the trip, J.D. went to a casino. Okay. The beach, vineyards, and even did an 11-mile hike. Oh, he didn't want to do that. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. He hurt his hands. You got to (laughs) see. They visited Napa, Yosemite, and Lake Tahoe all in this, this trip. Okay. Ten days. The, the best pictures that I saw was J.D.'s trip began with a stay at the new TWA hotel that's part of JFK Airport. Oh. It's, you're, you're in a hotel at, at the airport. At the airport in New York. It's fucking noisy. <laughs> it's fucking, it's got, you, you go to the pool and you're. <laughs> the planes The planes are flying over you and, and, and you're, you're looking at the runway. Don't you, it smells like airplane because you're right on the runway. I, I mean, it didn't smell that bad, but I mean, it could, I guess. <laughs> Why I would know. you ever stay there? How is you that don't really? You have to stay there. You live in New York. Well, no, it, it, it takes a little bit to get to JFK. We oh had to God. get up early. I was going nuts. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad in a way she posts so much. It's like having a nanny cam on my JD of all times. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just what I need. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. You, she's doing whatever she wants. We're going to start our trip from New York at the New York JFK Airport. It's, it looked noisy and smelly. <laughs> and then J.D.'s wife apparently goes swimming, and J.D. doesn't. Well, he can't swim. Yeah, but I mean, I don't... What, Does he how stay is that in a, the hotel room? But how is that a vacation for him? He doesn't swim. Why don't you swim? I don't, I'm just not a big fan of swimming. Remember that time we sent him to that place and he almost drowned in the pool? Yeah, in three feet of water at hedonism. <laughs> but but you do you get in a bathing suit? Uh, I didn't there, no. <laughs> so your wife goes out to the pool and what do you do while she's at the pool? I just hung out by, by the pool. But you said you didn't go to the pool. No, but I hung out like... In your clothes? Yeah. You're, wait a second. You hang out at a pool and vacation in your clothes? Well, this I mean, this was one day, but yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Huh? Like, 
Like you mean your wife's in a bathing suit and everyone's there in their bathing suits and you're in your full clothes? Well, I mean, I don't know if I was the only person in full clothes, but yes, most people are in their bathing suits. Yeah, of course. So I've never yeah. been to a pool where some douchebag sitting it's there. Sitting there in, his, there in a suit. <laughs> sitting there in his clothes. Oh, that's how I. Why am. Are you I embarrassed know. of your body? Huh? Is it is it a shame thing? Oh well, yeah. I'm not looking to show my body off. It's not that great. Yes, who's is? Very few guys at the pool have any. Yeah, yeah okay. most well, people are listen, not. I'm damned if I do uh, wear no, bathing suits show have... my shitty body, and I'm damned if I don't. But so... you're doing 100 push-ups a day. I mean, you got to be in pretty good shape. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. But people uh, at the pool aren't all Adonises. So you sit at the pool in your full clothes while everyone else is in their bathing suits. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> are you wearing flip-flops or do you wear no, regular shoes? Sneakers. You're and a sneakers. raincoat. Yeah. And a raincoat? And a raincoat. In case the water splashes, I have to be prepared. Hey, J.D. Puppet, how are you? I missed you. Yeah, thank you very much. And no, nobody go jerking off to those pictures of my wife on the Internet. Don't do it. By the way, she looked good. <laughs> I might have beat off to those. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Don't worry. I mean, worry, but I didn't. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and then J.D. took a, an uncomfortable plane ride out to California because he had the middle seat. Oh. The guy who had the aisle seat was rude. He didn't get up when J.D.'s wife had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then the, and J.D.'s that, like, nerdy guy. Oh, he guy. made her crawl over yeah. him? Yeah. And J.D.'s that nerdy guy that nobody gives a, they're not afraid of. Like, right. Like, um, J.D.'s on the plane and the guy in front of him pushed his seat all the way back into <laughs> J.D.'s lap. Yeah. And J.D. doesn't say anything. Didn't you kick his fucking head? <laughs> I, I could have if I wanted to. You should. To, That's what I always do. I take my knee and I start fucking bouncing the guy's head, you <laughs> motherfucker. Don't you fucking... What do you think? What am I, a fucking, fucking piece of wood? You fuck. I fucking hate people. You sat there like a cuckold and let that fucking guy... <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I'm not going to start a fight on the plane. Excuse me, but you just banged into my balls. <laughs> Pretty much. Dude, how long did he keep his seat back? I mean, it was like a five-hour flight. So. <laughs> did he have a good nap? Was he snoring? You should have just. What you do is you just start bouncing his head with your leg. Yeah, well. And say, hey, dude, sorry. I'm well, just... he was cuckolded on all sides. The guy on the aisle won't even let his wife out. So his wife. Yeah. You know how close those seats are, Howard. You're crawling yeah. over somebody. You gotta put one leg over at a time. You must have had a ball. Do you think the guys were mad at you for having a hot wife? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? So what do you do? You just sat there? Did your wife even say, hey, J.D., you should tell the guy to move his seat up? No, no. I mean, she, neither of us are looking for a confrontation, so. Were you like, fuck this vacation already, just being on the plane? Like, uh, you hate being out. No, I mean, I felt, uh, listen, I was I was ready to leave. Uh, what? But yeah, I wasn't. What I was going to leave. I'm I just, what the fuck he said? <laughs> I can't understand JD. Bobbles in his mouth, stammers and mumbles. That English he just said. Uh, Nobody can tell what the fuck he said. Like this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Huh? That's when it's. That's what oh, he, he, he was doing. That he made it. That's what he said. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, I do. Jade. Uh, <laughs>
This sounds miserable for you. You're a good guy. I mean, you know, you're doing this for your wife because you don't uh, want to be on a plane with some fucking dude putting his head in your lap. I mean, I don't like tra- I don't like traveling. It's I, I, I don't mind traveling. It's just the actual travel. I part. mean, look at it. You're, <laughs> you're at the airport at a hotel. You're at the pool when it's 100 degrees in your clothes. <laughs> and then you get on a plane and some dude puts his fucking chair all the way back for five hours. <laughs> Howard, I don't I think you understand his head. Yeah. what his wife had to go through to get out of that aisle. I know she had to jump over. Not jump. You go one leg at a time. Yeah. You know, these guys are getting a show. Because oh. she's crawling like over them. Yeah. Are you staring at her vagina? It's like, oh, do you go frontwise or backwise? Because either your ass is in their face or your, you know, other part is in you. their face. You take a real man like uh, Chuck Zito, or, <laughs> and and you watch how that guy would never put his seat back into Chuck's head, you know, into Chuck's lap. And the other guy's getting up to let his wife out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you can be sure Chuck Zito's wife, they they hop up every time she has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you do not want to get a fucking look from him. Yeah, I'm no Chuck Zito. So. That's what I mean. You're getting shit on. I hate that. <laughs> it's fine. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, you got to look at the pictures on his Facebook of this TWA hotel pool. <laughs> it looks like it's right on the runway. Okay, I gave it to Jason, so it'll probably be on yeah, the west. I have it. Then JD lands in Napa Valley. <laughs> <laughs> they rented a car and they visited four wineries. And then JD went to places that featured Pinot Noir. Did you know this? <laughs> He told us he likes Pinot. Yeah, because that's the type of wine he likes. Yeah. But when J.D. was at the winery, he only took one sip of each wine at the tastings and poured the rest out since he was driving. He was very responsible. Very nice. Yeah. Boy, if those webcam girls could see you now drinking (laughs) Pinot Noir in Napa, I think they'd have a little different attitude, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Listen to this. J.D. bought a $100 bottle of wine in Napa. (laughs) $100? Yeah, I don't know why, but he did. A 2016 Hartford Court Arundel Pinot Noir. <laughs> and described it as so freaking good. So, 100 bucks, high roller. Did you drink it already? Oh, yeah, we, we had that uh, the night of our anniversary. So yeah. You've come a long way from collecting spoons and jizz shirts. <laughs> okay. You have a wine cellar now? Uh, not really. We have, like, we have like a little cabinet that we put like a couple wines in, but not like a whole cellar. JD bought a total of eight bottles of wine on the trip. He drank six of them out and brought two of them home. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. JD, you don't have to bring the fucking bottles home. Just go to a liquor store. You got the same shit here. Well, in New I mean, York. we didn't know we were planning on drinking them through the thing, but we they, we just didn't. We just mm-hmm. didn't. I'm like JD Rockefeller. Yeah, $100 bottle of wine. You're, you're messing up his collection. He's got two bottles in it. How, how much did this whole vacay uh, set you back, dude? Sounds like you really hit it. I mean, well, most of it was uh, paid for already, so like hotel rooms and stuff. Oh, so then it doesn't count? Uh, yeah, no. So you uh, did What? I go, how much did it set you back? He goes, it was already paid for. <laughs> uh, somebody paid for it. He did. <laughs> JD and his wife also took a wine train in Napa. The wine train. There's this yeah. little train. It was an all-day trip. They visited three wineries. In between each winery, they were served food on the train. Right. J.D. called the courses fancy-type plates. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like it's not like uh, like just regular like train food or whatever. It's like a 
uh, upscale plates. It wasn't on a paper plate. Yeah. Oh, the Real plates. plates. Yeah, the <laughs> plates were fancy. But, but it was fancy food. China. Mean. Chicken fingers it, it, it on like China. Beef. It was like beef or salmon. Yeah. And uh, it was like a thing of, uh, of bacon in the morning. Really? Uh, a thing of bacon? Yeah. yeah, that bacon thing. Fancy uh, bacon thing. Bacon thing. Uh, uh, fancy plates. Real forks, not plastic. Yeah, he is. Uh -huh. he, he, Do 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 people on the train ever think you're like a Make a Wish kid, and they think like, oh, they put you with a hot Make a Wish girl because that was your Make a Wish. I'm I'm sure that's happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> wow. So you go to three wineries from the train. Yes. Then they drove. The best part is they drove to Yosemite Park, <laughs> and they went on a short hike to see a waterfall. And JD fell and hurt his hands because he hates oh. hiking. <laughs> And the wife's thing is hiking. So. She always drags him camping, hiking. I know. It just seems to me you're not doing what you <laughs> listen, like to she do. She doesn't drag me anywhere. I, 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 the, the, I, listen, I wanted to see the park. And what, what else are you going to do at the park but, like, walk around? J.D. says they didn't get close to the waterfall. They were trying to see because he was scared of slipping on the rocks and dying. <laughs> so how much do you like to see a park? <laughs> oh, uh, listen, I agreed to do it. Or I, I didn't agree. I actually I know, I know, I know. said we should do this hike. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, J.D. and his wife went on a 12-mile round-trip hike to Glacier Point in the park. Uh, the, the website, we looked it up, it says strenuous. It's a strenuous hike. Right. Um, some were speculating that J.D.'s wife is trying to kill him. <laughs> Stop. What part of this was fun for you? You hate hiking. Listen, well, I, I wanted to try it out. Listen, there are a lot of factors that uh, led to me doing this hike. What was the factor? Well, we had a good parking spot, and I didn't want to move the car. <laughs> and also, there, I didn't know where, I didn't want to lose gas, because I didn't know the gas situation there. What? Uh, where did he go? Yosemite. <laughs> you act like you went to India. Well, what no, are you talking uh, about? Oh no! Listen, we—I uh, didn't know where the nearest, uh, how uh, far a gas station was when we left. So I didn't want to do all this driving around and then like not have any gas to get enough to get to a gas station. <laughs> where do you? What the fuck is he? That's listen. That's Sounds like I, you would have had a better time in Syria. Uh, well, that's my mind. All right. You mean your mind was that I'll go on the hike because I don't want to waste gas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you mean you didn't want to drive back to your hotel? And leave your wife there? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I no. My my wife would have came with me. I'm just saying I didn't want to move the car, and I because I had a good spot, and I didn't want to waste the gas too. Do you I understand what understand. he's saying? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> JD puppet, do you understand? what I he's gotta move the car, and then kind of the gas. I either get gas or get eaten by a mountain lion. But don't you eventually have to move the car when you leave the park? Yes, but I'm so, saying I didn't want to waste all that gas driving to this. Uh, to back and forth to this uh, point, and then have to leave the park. When we leave the park, I don't have enough gas until uh, you know to get to the next spot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had might have stepped in buffalo shit, and then I would have been driving in the car with the buffalo shit on my shoe, and it would have stunk up Man. the whole car. And I didn't know. Look at this: thirteen to twenty people die every year at Yosemite, according to the LA Times. Not JD. Uh, not no, you made it. And you did the whole my the the whole uh, hike. Goddamn right, I did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what does this have to do with Goonies? Somebody said. 
Oh, well, I, I'd seen the movie. Listen, I haven't done a lot of thing, uh, uh, adventurous things in my life, so the the movie The Goonies had come on the past couple times, I caught it on TV, and that <laughs> inspired me <laughs> to be more adventurous. Goonies inspired? You watched Goonies more than once? I, I love that movie. Wow. Well, and it finally inspired you to do something? The, yes. The... J.D. That's said incredible. completing the hike was one of the proudest moments in his life. And his wife was really proud of him as well. You, did you bitch or complain the whole time or what? I, I actually did not. I, you know, you I did it. kept as good of attitude as I could have. Mm. J.D. claims that he did not have sex that night because J.D. was sore, even in his taint area. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a hard time walking back. Yeah, you're really out of shape, and all of a sudden you do a 12-mile hike. That's uh, a no. vigorous one. Yeah, you don't oh, yeah. do zero to 60 like that. Was your wife really upset you wouldn't give her intercourse? She probably was all horned up from the hike. <laughs> no, I think we were both pretty tired. I see. She wasn't upset or irritable from lack of penis? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. J.D. ate chips and ice cream when he got to the top of the hike, by the way. <laughs> well, you have to tank up. Yeah, tank up. Ah, look that at that aerobic Vista. activity. What, thought, yeah. What's that, J.D., Puppet? Ah, look at that Vista. Where are my chips? Boy, <laughs> 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 that was good. So will you go on a hike anytime soon? Uh, I mean, I'm it? not looking to do another one anytime soon, but, I mean, if it's somehow comes up sure had you planned to do the hike when you drove there uh not necessarily no but i knew i would have to like walk around a little bit so jd and his wife drove to lake tahoe next where they celebrated their one-year anniversary and there was another fancy dinner what was that like it was nice it was nice there was a uh, restaurant that looked out onto the lake any no. fancy plates there? Yeah, Cheetos on the glass. Uh, I did have I did have the filet mignon. <laughs> My mignon. And uh, yeah. Huh? What, what did and, that come uh, with? Yeah. Uh, there was like some weird, like little potato thing. Uh, what else did it come with? I can't remember. You had a little potato thing with that? Yeah, a little potato thing with that. He doesn't recognize most foods. I know. Is that a bacon thing? It's like he gets embarrassed. It's like he gets embarrassed talking about what he ate. And I, oh, uh, I just don't remember. It was like a potato thing. I think there was like a... A meat thing. There might have been asparagus, but I can't remember. Asparagus? thing. Do you have a salad first? Uh, no, I had uh, this little scallop plate. Mm, look at you. A scallop plate with skittles. My boy's growing up. So where did you eat in Napa? Uh, we actually are, uh, we were at, uh, where did we go? <laughs> where did we go? Uh, we, I mean, we, we sort of ate at the winery, like, you know, for lunch and stuff, so. Yeah, but you had dinners, right? Yeah, I'm trying to, I can't remember. We ate at when they were in Tahoe, time. I can tell you, they, um, his, JD's wife rented a, See do jet ski. JD stayed in his room while she did that because wow. he didn't want to go. You don't even go watch her. Take well, a I picture. Couldn't, I couldn't. The limit. The the jet ski place was over in a different area, and you know the limit was not our hotel. What? Because you couldn't go to the hotel. What? I couldn't go to the hotel. I couldn't see her. She was too far out. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I had to drive and get gas. But if I lost it, then I had to lose my parking spot. And then it was not connected to Did the hotel. Did you not want to go on the sea do because it would cost gas or no, something? I, <laughs> are you asking me to pump it? <laughs> I don't know who I'm asking. <laughs> they wouldn't let me wear my clothes on the jet ski. <laughs> Yeah, J.D. tweeted out he loved the amazing Jonathan documentary while his wife was on the Sea-Doo. Wow. No, well, no, not wild. No. Okay. And by the way, J.D.'s wife posted a whole bunch of pictures of their meals. Uh-huh. That I don't get. Like, why do people post what they eat, Well, JD? she's posting everything. Yeah. Why do they do that? I just like how it looks and, uh, you know, want to share. I don't know. Share with who?